I cannot imagine with COVID right now going on, all the depression cases. Because when you've had to stay in the house, you couldn't go anywhere, you know, your your movements were, were, were limited or non-existent, that can cause depression. And then with things opening back up now, things slowly coming back to some kind of a a normal state. You are now tuned in to a Power Podcast Network production. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to The Elephant in the Room, a love letter to mental health. I am your host. I am Adrian Michelle Freeman. And today we're going to talk about depression. And just a, a small side note, this could be a trigger warning for some people. So I wanted to put that out there before I got any further into my conversations. This could be a trigger warning for some people, and I don't want to just talk and not give you that little bit of information about this being a trigger warning episode. And without any further ado, I was supposed to have two special guests come on today, but due to Sources out of my control, they're not going to be able to come today. We are hoping that Blair and her mom, Lorelai, will be able to come next week. I was sad when I got the text that they weren't going to be able to come this Sunday. I was so sad because if Blair's watching, I wanted to meet your mom. I'm one of those kind of, I'm one just another mother I was going to make friends with. But anywho, let's jump into some, um, but anywho, let's jump into some um, quick bits and then we'll jump into depression. I saw where back home in Asheville, um, UNCA had to um, suspend classes and have a stay at home order Friday because of white supremacists. Um, had threatened to shoot the school or anybody within radius of the mural they painted over at the university. Um, It said Black Lives Matter. I don't get it. You mad because you say Black Lives Matter, then you want to come back with the narrative, well, all lives matter. No, Black, I'm, I'm today, I am Black Lives Matter. I am rooting for everybody black. I've got on all black. You know, good guys wear black type of thing. But I think it's just sad that there's so many other things that we need to worry about in the world. And you're mad because there is a mural on the ground in Asheville at the university. And then somebody wants to call and shoot it up. That's about the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. And getting into more pettier news, because I'm petty, I'm sophisticated petty. I see where Offset bought Cardi B a billboard wishing her a happy birthday. Don't, don't Offset think it's too late to buy Cardi a billboard talking about he's sorry. Don't he think it's too late I mean, really, don't, doesn't he think 
that, you know, um, cheating is not what you do in a relationship, especially if you're married. I mean, if you're dating and you're seriously dating and you cheat, that's a problem. But just in my experience, you know, there's so many other things you could do, like leave, break up, whatever. You just don't keep on cheating. I mean, I don't get it. I don't get it. And there are two things going on this month that are rather important to me that I want to talk to you guys about as well, too. One of them, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So I suggest everybody, men and women, get your tatas checked. And then we all know how you raise your arm up and we know, you know, how to um, self-test ourselves. But, you know, there are plenty of places. The mobile mammogram bus should be out somewhere around Charlotte or in the vicinity. And again, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Get them checked. And it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And that's where the purple comes in that I posted. Um, but I'll talk more about domestic violence next week. I won't, I won't even go into that because that's a super trigger warning for people. That's a super trigger warning and I don't wanna set anybody off or upset anybody with that, so. We're going to jump right on into the topic. I'm sitting in this studio having a good time. And I'm going to, these masks. Why so serious, son? Okay. I had to get that out of my system. I had to put the mask on my face. I apologize. I'm like a big old kid. But let's get into the symptoms of depression because we know that in the next three weeks will be um, daylight savings time. And then we know that from now until March, it'll be getting darker soon. And then we'll have to deal with that kind of seasonal defective depression. But that's another topic that I'll talk about. Today, we're gonna to talk about just general run-of-the-mill depression. Nothing, nothing grandiose, nothing fancy. Just regular old basic depression. If depression is basic, which it's not, but for all intents and purposes today, it's gonna to be, it's gonna be pretty, it's gonna be pretty basic for you guys. So let me go ahead and read what depression means, what it is, so you guys can get an understanding and go on the journey with me. Depression can persist at different symptoms and it depends on the person. You know, most common symptoms of depression um, include change in sleep, change in appetite, lack of concentration, loss of energy, lack of interest in activities, hopelessness or guilty thoughts, changes in movement. 
And I guess to break each one of them down, your change in sleep could be more sleep or lack of sleep. When I'm depressed, I tend to sleep more um, than I do when I'm not depressed. Changes in appetite. Some people are emotional eaters and they eat when they're worried or they stop eating altogether when they're depressed because they don't have the energy and they just feel very hopeless. So a lot of people will stop eating. Lack of concentration, hard to focus. It's hard to be able to stay on one task for any long amount period of time. That's something that I suffer with because um, I have adult ADHD and sometimes like doing this podcast, it's really hard for me to focus and stay on task with a lot of things. Loss of energy. You just don't have the, the oomph to do anything. You don't want to move. You just kind of just... You, you don't have the energy to get up out of bed again you know, changes in your sleep pattern. It, it all reverts back to that laying, staying in bed all the time. Hopelessness or guilty thoughts. Changes in movement as where you were once moving around, jumping around, doing things, you kind of just, again, loss of energy. They're all kind of um, intertwined but, you know, you have to be able to, you know, if you see signs in a person where a person was moving around, you know, happy, doing different things, and then you start to slowly see these different things where they sleep a lot. They don't get excited about the things they used to do. Their movements change. They don't like to go anyplace. They like to just get in one place and sit there and stay and not move. Those are some symptoms that you need to look at. Because if you exhibit three or more of these symptoms, you might want to have your friends reach out to have somebody, have them come and talk to them or talk to them yourself or just find out what's bothering them. Most people, when they're depressed like that, what they're looking for, what I find, is they're looking for um, someone to listen to. It isn't so much talking about what's going on. They're looking for somebody to listen to them. They're not, you know, out here trying to, um, you know, tell you all their business or or things like that. People with depression just want to be heard. Just want to be heard. We just want to know that somebody cares. And asking for help is not a crime. Again, it's okay not to be okay. Always remember that. And it is always okay to ask for help. It is always okay to ask for help. Now let's talk about some of the causes that causes some of these symptoms that we just talked about. And there's four of them. Trauma, long-term changes in how the brain responds to fear, dash, stress, and the changes that may lead to depression. 
If you grew up in a house full of violence, or you witnessed a traumatic, you know, traumatic episode, or you witnessed something very traumatic, that can cause depression. It can cause all those symptoms that I listed. You know, whether you witnessed a car wreck, you went a car wreck, you you witnessed your mother being abused or your father being abused every day or your siblings or yourself being abused, whether you, you know, served in the military and you saw combat, those types of traumas. When that gets into PTSD, which is something I've talked about before. Genetics, mood disorders, and they run in families. If, like me, I'll use me for as a good example. Both of my parents suffered from depression, so there was no way that I was going to ever not get around not having depression. There was just no way that the genetic tree was going to branch that I wouldn't get depression in some form or fashion because my parents had it. So... Those are the things you have to look at too. If if one of one or more parent has depression, chances are you may. Now you may not. Now don't don't get don't quote me saying, well, Adrian Freeman said, my mom and daddy are depressed, I'm gonna be depressed. You may not. You may have dodged that bullet, but most of the time, if one or more parents have a mood disorder or something to that effect, you're gonna have it. Life circumstance, examples, marital status, relationship changes, your financial standing. You know, if you're going through a really, really, really messy divorce, you know, um, really bad separation, things of that nature, That'll cause depression. Um, relationship changes. You are dating somebody and then you're not. Um, you are happy in a relationship and you find out that your partner cheated or stole a lot of money from you or, or, or did something to that effect. That can cause a lot of depression too. And losing a best friend or losing a friend, or having an argument with somebody that you didn't mean to have with, or you, and you said things in a moment, that can cause depression, I believe, as well, too. Financial standing. Um, October 17th of 1987, when the stock market crashed, it dropped I think 500 points in one day. A lot of people lost a lot of money. A lot of suicides had taken place that day. Just losing a lot of money. You know, you're married, you're going through a bad divorce, and you've got to split everything down the middle. That can cause a lot of depression as to where you were secure and stable now you're in a place where you don't know what's gonna happen to you. You don't know where your next, your next meal is even gonna come from, or you know, and 
things of that nature. You know, when you see people going through divorces on TV or things of that nature, you know, those things cause depression. You stay in the bed, you can't concentrate, you feel hopeless, you, you, you have those types of thoughts. Those are some of the causes that can cause depression. And those are some pretty serious things that can cause depression. You know, trauma, your genetic predisposition, and then again, your life circumstance. Other things that can cause depression can be chronic pain, anxiety, or ADHD, like I mentioned. Lack of concentration being a symptom. Like I said, I have it. And sometimes it's hard for me to focus. I'm like all over the place. I'm like here, I'm like there, I'm like this, I'm like that. I can't focus, can't stay still. Chronic pain, people that have fibromyalgia and things in in, in those types of illnesses, because they for a long time doctors didn't recognize um, fibromyalgia as a real disease. And that's where you, a person has chronic pain, debilitating pain. They can't hardly move. Lady Gaga has fibromyalgia. I had a neighbor that had fibromyalgia. And it's just a chronic pain that they have throughout their body. Um, that can cause depression because if you can't move your body like you want to, you will just stay in bed all day. You won't get up and get out and try to move around, you know, because your body hurts. You know, like me with my knee, with my degenerative bone disorder, it hurts. And sometimes I like laying in the bed because I put any pressure on my leg. But then again, once I get up and get moving around, it's not as bad. So again, those types of things can cause depression and cause just make you feel really hopeless and really bad. Let's go on to the next page. This will be a quick episode today because I really didn't have a lot because I was hoping that Blair and Lorelai were gonna come but again, hopefully they'll be able to come on next week and we'll be able to talk about domestic violence. And those numbers are daunting. But let's jump right back into this. Drugs and alcohol are cause of depression as well. 21% of adults with substance abuse also have depressive episodes. And that statistic came out in 2018. I cannot imagine with COVID right now going on, all the depression cases. Because when you've had to stay in the house, you couldn't go anywhere, you know, your, your movements were, were, were limited or non-existent, that can cause depression. And then with things opening back up now, things slowly coming back, to some kind of a, a normal state, it's hard to get out of bed and want to get up and go out. It's kind of hard to get up and do that or 
have energy to get up or, or to focus because you've been stuck in a room with four walls with people. And then me, I live alone. And it, that's just, it was just really hard being in the house day after day. You can go outside and get some fresh air or you could walk around your neighborhood, but to get in your car and to drive to Walmart or drive to the grocery store, that might have been a little daunting. You might have been, again, non-existent. But I'm gonna give you a number for NAMI um, because we live in a generation where we text. So if you text NAMI to 741-741, somebody will respond to you. And the 800 number is 800-950-NAMI. Again, 800-950-NAMI. And that's a little bit about depression that I wanted to say. I just wanted to give a trigger warning to you all because sometimes when you talk about depression, sometimes people, you know, you know, are triggered by that or you hear that word depression. And depression is such a, it's such a, a strong word, but yet, there's so many facets to it. When someone says they're depressed, you can go back to these symptoms. But then again, like I said, seasonal affective disorder, it's called SAD. You know, it gets dark soon. It gets dark around four or five o'clock. And then as to where it was light till nine o'clock, and then you go through this whole season of winter. And I think the time change is November 1st, if I'm not mistaken. And that causes a lot of people to have a lot of lack of movement, lack of concentration. They want to stay in bed all day. That's why I encourage people to get that white light they talk about. So you have some bright light like I'm in this room, there's so much bright light. You can't really be depressed or down because the light is giving you really good energy and it's really giving you, you know, pause to get up and move around. But sometimes when you're depressed, you can't really see the forest for the trees and you just have to be really self-aware of yourself and catch yourself. And I know you're saying, well, Adrian, that's easy for you to say. No, it's not. Because I'm depressed. I'm depressed right now. But I know that if I can get focused on one task and focus on that and do that one thing and then step back, try another task, don't stay in bed, when the alarm goes off, I try to get up and get out of bed and not just keep hitting the snooze button, keep hitting the snooze button, keep hitting that snooze button. 
because it's real easy to do that, especially on a day like this where it's rained all weekend. You could just lay in the bed all day and not do anything. You know, and then you could lay in the bed all day again and sleep and eat all day. Is what I have been doing. That's why I've gained so much weight during COVID. Because you can just lay in the bed and just eat, eat, eat. Or sometimes when I'm depressed, I don't eat. Like I've noticed myself the past couple of weeks, I don't eat at work. But then when I get home, I'm like a billy goat. I'm just kind of like grazing all over the place, eating like this. And that's not good either, because then you eat a whole bunch of food, and then you go lay in the bed, and it has no way to burn off or to get those calories burned off that you just ate. And then again, you feel hopelessness. You have guilt feelings about that because you've ate all that food. You didn't try to exercise. You're always saying, you're always putting it off, saying, well, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll, 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 I'll do it the next day. And those are the little steps, the baby steps as to how depression will occur in some people. So you always have to be aware of that and be like I said, self-aware. It's not saying that you are able to self-diagnose, but when you're able to catch little nuances about yourself and about how you're feeling, you're able to more be more proactive. And then again, if you're aware of the genetics, if you've had a trauma, if you've had a trauma, then you're able to go back and be able to not reference the trauma. But if you listen to a podcast about true crime or something like that, and you know that's a trigger, you know those types of things can cause depression. Or if you hear a person's name called or something, then you know that's that can be traumatic as well. So this kind of just wraps up my podcast for today. I told you guys it was going to be short and simple. It wasn't going to be long and grandiose because next week, I promise you, domestic violence, that topic will be long and that will be another trigger warning episode. There'll be a lot of triggers in that episode, lots of harsh talk, lots of words. And um, it's going to be a good episode because I'm going to give you a lot of statistics, a lot of information, a lot of things that you can do, places to call, people to text, help that you can get. Again, NAMI, 741-741-800-950, NAMI. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcast. You can find me on Facebook Live. You can find me at my website, Safe with Adrian. You can find me on Facebook, The Elephant in the Room. You can find me on Instagram, The Elephant in the Room. 
I am the Adrian Michelle Freeman on Facebook. I am the Adrian underscore Michelle underscore Freeman on Instagram. This has been the Elephant in the Room, a love letter to mental health, and I have been your host, Adrian Michelle Freeman. Thank you guys for listening and watching and all your support. Have a good rest of your day. Bye.